0: Tough times. Really tough times. Let's talk about it today on Coach's Corner. Hello, friends. Welcome to another edition of Coach's Corner. I'm your host, Robert Imbrielli. I'm so happy to be able to spend some time with you today on this live stream. Uh really looking at the week, looking back and seeing, you know, get a feel for what's going on, see where people are and everything. And uh, it was really interesting coming into the office Monday morning and getting hit with four people who were having a rough time. And, you know, it's not normally the coaching that I do. I work more with businesses and entrepreneurs and that sort of thing these days. But it was really interesting from that perspective to see uh, how many people were struggling. And I really thought that was something that, uh, you know, we we could figure out answers to quickly and easy. But it turned out. As we started to dig it in, dig in a little bit more, that it wasn't just these four people, it was a lot of other people as well. And I started to see messages and emails come in later in the day that uh, people were really struggling. Look, you know, we've been through some rough times the past, uh, you know, two plus years now. We're actually in year three of the, the crazy, right? Uh, you know, have been difficult on people and, and it's sort of taking its toll. And the words that they were using were kind of interesting because I heard the word anger. I heard the word frustrated. I heard I can't take it anymore. I heard, you know, why can't things just go back to the way they were? I heard a lot of that kind of thing. And I thought, you know... Those are really um, words of people who are literally worn down, worn down emotionally, worn down psychologically. Uh, Some people actually worn down physically as well. And, you know, we know tough times create tough people. And it's really time for us to sort of embrace that concept, if you will. Uh, Although it's not easy for a lot of people who are feeling defeated right now. And if you're in that boat, I sympathize with you. I get there too sometimes. And luckily for me, I have tools that I can use to pick myself back up and get back into the Game as quickly as possible. Uh, it's not always possible to do it right away, but you know, certainly within a short amount of time, I'm back in the game, and certainly by the next day, it, you know, I'm, I'm out of that. Uh, but it's not always easy to do. And I was thinking about how complicated things had become. And you know, we, we look at something. I was using an example of uh, something is very as simple as going to the grocery store, right? That was pretty easy. You go to the grocery store, pick up what you need, you check out, and you're on with your day. No big deal. And that has become or has been over the past two plus years very complicated. You know, do you have to wear the thing over your face? Do they enforce it? Do they not enforce it? Uh, Can you bring your own bag? You know, they were training us here for years to bring your own bags, bring your own bags. And we got in the habit of bringing our own bags. And they said, oh, no, 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 can't have your bags. And then they said, well, okay, you can have your bag, but don't put it up on the belt. Just leave it in your cart. All these things mess with us, right? They mess with us psychologically and, and make us feel less secure, less stable, less confident uh, because we never know what the rules are. And the rules are kind of forever changing. And we're seeing it not just at those, those basic, basic levels, but we're seeing it, you know, our jobs have changed as well. Some of the rules have changed there. Our interactions have changed. You know, live events have gone away for a while. They're starting to come back now, but they've gone away for a while. And they're coming back, but I, I notice that people act differently. They're not used to being around other people. And it's it's really, you know, it's like obviously there's damage done to the, the the social construct that's been happening over the past couple of years. And, you know, people are coming back into these gatherings and they're not quite sure if they can reach out and give you a hug or should they still stay six feet away, that kind of thing. So – I know that, uh, you know, the, the thinking is that, you know, easy times make weak people. And I think that's really true. I think, you know, for a lot of us here in this country, in the U.S. especially, uh, things have been easy for you know, the past few years. I mean, if we go back to, uh, you know, 2003, 2004, when things really started to rock and, and, and get better and better and better. After 9-11, you know, the economy really started to go up and things got really good. We had that bump in 2008, 2009, uh, but, you know, we recovered from that and got back rolling again and business was good and people were happy and things were happening in a great way and we kind of got used to that. And I think a lot of us got complacent, right? We said, okay, this is easy, I, effortless, You know, just do whatever you need to do, it's not a problem. And a lot of us didn't fight for our rights and didn't fight for what we believed in. And you know, we were around people and if they didn't agree politically, who cares? You never brought the subject up, right? So we never talked about it. And it's one of the challenges now is now it's uh, the politics have infiltrated everywhere and we're always talking about it now And there's a lot of division, right? There's division on so many levels today that people are, uh, you know, scared about getting closer and getting closer. And it's broken a lot of relationships, broken families. Uh, Couples have gotten divorced over it. Um, Sad stuff. I mean, really, really some challenging stuff. So that's not the message for today. The message is, well, we're here. This is the soup we're in. What do we do with it? How do we handle it? What do we do going forward? How do we maintain our, our sense of self, our sense of confidence in you know, when, when the tides are, are shifting so quickly? And I always go back to using the analogy of the cruise ship, right? If you've ever been on a cruise ship, you know what happens when it gets rough, right? The cruise ship is, is doing this. And what do they do? They have things called stabilizers, these giant wings that come out, and they stop the ship from rolling quite as much by making it much, much, much wider, like three times, four times as wide as it would normally be so that it rocks, but it rocks at a lot slower pace than if they didn't have those. And now it's a time for us to do that and be able to say, okay, how do we stabilize our own lives? How do we stabilize ourselves so that we're not uh, susceptible to the, the shifts in current all the time? And, you know, a lot of it comes down to the very simple things. What's your ritual in the morning when you get up? Has it changed? Can you get it back to uh, a place where it's similar to you or, or comfortable for you on a daily basis? And I've been really struggling to uh, maintain that because there's so much coming at us. You know, I can get up in the morning. And if this is too close to the bed, which I make sure it's not too close to the bed, uh, I'll get on this and start immediately being hit by all the news of the day. And immediately my day's off off the rails. It's like all all of a sudden my mind is going there and going figuring out what to do and how to, you know, it's like it's it's immediately there. So I have to train myself to say, okay, wait a little while, you know, let's get up, let's get a shower, let's get some breakfast, you know, let's do the things, calming, get my feet under me, get really strong for the day. And then I'm in a better position or I'm more awake and more alert to handle that kind of thing. So the rituals are really important. I know we talk about rituals, 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 but they're really important uh, because they give you a sense of certainty, a sense of security. And we get really knocked off our our track when those little things are, are derailed, right? Even a little thing like, gee, should you bring your own bag into the grocery store or not? Can you do it? Can you not do it? Do they want you to have it? Do they not want you to have it? Do I put it on the counter? Do I not put it on the counter? Do I leave it in the cart? All these questions, they make us unstable. They make us unbalanced. And some of us really will get stronger when these things happen, right? So a lot of us will get get a little bit stronger and get a little bit more empowered uh, and we'll say, okay, you know, I'm putting up with this, but not this. I'm drawing the line in the sand. And I found myself certainly uh, in that position many times where I said, I'm willing to do this, but that's as far as I'm going. I'm not going any further. And I drew that line in the sand and it takes a lot of energy. Trust me, I would rather be Mr. Nice Guy all day long than be Mr. Tough Guy all day long. It takes a lot more energy to be Mr. Tough Guy. But I know... That in my circle, there are a lot of people that rely on me, and they look up to me, and they say, you know, I need to know how to how to navigate the day, and they have to see some people that are strong. I Had a friend of mine who said, well, I don't want to do all this stuff. I'm just gonna, you roll with it. I'm gonna do whatever. And I said, well, you know, your father, your husband, you are a cousin, you are a son, you are, you know, all these different roles that we play, all these different hats. And I said, all these people are relying on you. They're relying on you to be strong, to set the example. And he, when he got that message, he said, yeah, you know, you're right. I have to, I have to do something other than what I've been doing. You're right. I don't want to do it. You know, it's much easier to hire someone to chop the wood. But, you know, right now I need to chop the wood for myself and set the example for the others. And, you know, that's what I've been doing as well is doing that. And I've been encouraging everyone that I know to do the same thing uh, and find their inner strength. It's time to tap into that. We all have it. It's not like I'm special because I've got inner strength. No, we all have it. And the question is, are you willing? To tap into it, and are you willing to lead with it? And you know, I just posted on Facebook just before coming live here. I posted a picture of a microphone. If you see it on my feed, you'll know what what it's about. If you have something to say, it's time to say it. Right. It's time to stop being silent and it's time to start speaking up. And it's probably way past time to do it. But better late than never. Let's get into it. Let's start talking. Let's start getting things going in that direction. And, uh, you know, let's start having those conversations because I think too many of us have been complacent and we've gotten weak. We've, we're not exercising our our muscles in terms of, you know, sharing what we really believe. And it becomes very uh, inauthentic when you're not talking about what you really believe. This idea. Everyone wants to be authentic. Everyone wants to be true. Everyone wants to be honest. But I'm going to tell you something I don't think any of us ever were. I used to think I was. But I never told you where I stood politically. I never told you what I believed about this subject or that subject. Or what. I always played it safe. And I said, well, you know, what I'm sharing with you is not dishonest. It is where I am. But I'm not sharing the whole picture, right? For fear of what? Well, this one's not going to like me. That one might disagree. That one. And what I found was, you know, I had relationships, but they weren't as close as they could be. And when I started to start talking about this stuff and talking about the issues of the day and sharing where I really felt and where I, I, uh, you know, land, uh, you know, I found that some relationships went bye-bye. They couldn't deal with it. And it's sad to see them go. But, you know, the reality was, did we really have a close relationship if they didn't agree we just sort of pretended and it was just on the superficial level. But when they get to know the real me, they're not interested anymore. Well, it's not really a relationship, right? So the relationships I'm building now are much tighter, much closer, because they're much more authentic. And what I'm encouraging everyone to do is to be authentic. I don't have to agree with you to like you. You don't have to agree with me to like me, but that's your choice. If you see something or hear something I say and you don't agree with it and say, I'm not talking to that guy ever again. That's your choice. You have the ability to do that. And likewise, I do the same, you know, uh, very rarely, but I do the same when I don't agree with someone who is, uh, you know, the only time I really push them out is when they become uh, personal attacks, when they attack personally. That's unacceptable. That's that's a line I don't cross. I don't attack people personally. I don't believe that that's the right thing to do. And uh, as long as you don't do that, that's fine. You know, I don't have to agree with you to like you and to spend time with you or to share with you or to teach you. But, you know, a lot of people are like that. It's really time. For us to find that inner strength. And that inner strength, really part of that is speaking your truth, speaking your message. Whatever that message is, it's time to you know, step up and, and start talking it and start speaking it, sharing it with people. Because we're in some challenging times right now. We need leaders. And you know kind of the, the neat thing that happens when we go through these, these challenging times, you find the softies falling off. And the people who are not standing on principle, not standing for you know, what they believe, they kind of go away. They kind of get lost in in the fog of all of this, right? And there, what it does, it breeds a whole new crop of leaders. So I'm really excited about seeing that because I'm watching on my feeds, I'm watching people I know, and there are people who are stepping up and they're coming out and they're saying what it is they need to say. And they're all of a sudden instantly becoming leaders, right? I've got another show that I do where I really talk about the issues of the day and get really uh, into them. And it's really interesting. The people who who watch that show, they are so excited about it and they, they really want to hear more and they want me to do three or four a week, that kind of thing. And it's a very different experience than just talking about, you know, sort of banal things that uh, we all can get into. So... I'm looking at this new crop of leaders and I'm really excited because there's new people showing up, new people showing up on, the, on, uh, you know, on the platforms. They're rising to the top. They're getting more and more followers. They're becoming more and more popular, whether that's you know, their intent or not. I don't know. But you're finding the people who are bold enough, literally bold enough to step up and, and share what it is they believe are becoming that new crop of leaders. And, you know, we look at this world. Five years from now, all the people that are in power right now will be gone. They will be wiped out because they've done us no good, right? And what we'll have, we'll have a brand new crop of leaders. And that's kind of cool. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. We'll have new direction. We'll have new thoughts, new processes. We'll have people that aren't uh, so entrenched in the system where they can't think for themselves anymore. They walk the party line or that's it. We're not going to have that anymore. That's going to go away. That, that's old, old school. And through this, this is a giant cleansing period, I believe. And uh, we're going to get to that point where we're going to have a whole bunch of new leaders. And that leader could be you. It could be me. It could be anybody, literally at this point, because the playing field all of a sudden has been, you know, flattened again. Think about the time the Internet became uh, popular back in, uh, you know, I built my first website in 1993. I think the World Wide Web was invented in 89. And by late 1992, early 93, it became something the public could get their hands on. And I had already built a website. I was like one of, the, one of the, the pioneers on the Web. And one of the interesting things, because the technology was so rudimentary back then, that I could sit with a text editor because you had to code your HTML by hand. You couldn't, there was no Dreamweaver or anything like that or WordPress or anything like that to build your website with. Uh, you had to code by hand. And what was really interesting about it, there weren't that many commands. You could see the HTML commands were HTML 1.0. It was like nothing. Was like, you can make things bold. You can make things italic. Uh, you couldn't change the font. You couldn't change the color of the font. Everyone had the same font, the same color. And what that really did is it leveled the playing field. You couldn't tell the difference between IBM And Rob, my my, my website or IBM's website, there wasn't really all that much difference, not because they didn't have the talent, but the technology just wasn't there. And we're entering that phase again where the playing field is being flattened to a point where any of us could step up and lead. So where are the strong ones? Is it you? Are you the strong one? Are you one of the strong ones? Are you going to be one of the people who are going to pull us out of this mess? Had a conversation this week with an entrepreneurial friend of mine. And I said to him, I said, I really believe Then any time that there's crises, the way we're seeing right now, it is you and I, the entrepreneurs that are going to pull us out of this and find the solutions, because that's what we do, right? Entrepreneurs, the the meaning, it's a French word, actually, entreprendre, which is a French verb, which means to undertake. So entrepreneurs are truly undertakers. And what do we undertake? Any time there's a challenge... What do we do? We go find a solution, right? That's the way we're built. We're wired like that. Our brain finds a problem and says, we're going to find a solution to this. We're going to solve it. So all these problems that we're seeing out there, all these challenges, guess who's going to pull us out of it? More likely than not, it's going to be the entrepreneurs. It's going to be us, the coaches, the the people who are small business owners, the people who are thinking outside the box, the people who can be flexible and can step up and lead. We're the ones that are going to make the biggest difference. It's not our leaders. Our leaders are done. They're toast. You know? We don't need them anymore. They've shown us all they've done is lead us into challenges and turmoil. We don't need those people anymore. They need to go. It's t- time for them to retire and be removed and be replaced. It's time for uh, a new crop of leaders to come up. So I'm going to invite you to find that strength that's within you, because now is the time, right? In, in the fog of everything that's going on and all the challenges that we're, we're faced with, it's time to be creative. It's time to be flexible. It's time to find a new inner strength if you haven't already. And, you know, one of the things that I was very proud of these ladies who reached out to me on uh, earlier this week uh, when they were feeling frustrated and anger is they did the right thing, they reached out. And a lot of people don't do that right now because we've been divided and separated and and quarantined and shut down and locked down. Uh, We forgot. But that's the most important thing you can do is reach out. Find a group of people who uh, resonate with you and, and, uh, you know, who can reach out and help you because we're all going to go through those those emotional dips. Rough times right now. Challenging times for a lot of people. Just look at the gas prices. How is that changing your habit, right? People are driving to work and back, and they're not doing anything else, and they're not spending any extra money. They're not, you know, it's like it's changing our habits dramatically. And as gas gets closer to $10, which everyone's kind of predicting it'll be there, it's going to change us even more. So the worst thing we can do is stay alone in this. we got to make sure that we have a support network around us. So reach out. That's number one. Number two, make sure your routines are there so that, you know, you have a a solid footing to start each day with. You know, get to bed at a reasonable hour. Don't burn yourself out there because you need to be strong because it's taking a lot of emotional and physical strength uh, to get through the days right now. And you need to be able to be ready for that. And like I I literally wake up in the morning and I say, OK, I'm going to do what I need to do in the morning. Get a good breakfast in me, you know. Get showered, get dressed. iron my clothes every day. I know it drives people crazy. I iron my clothes every single morning, uh, you know. And and I am ready for the day. When I'm dressed, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I I'm ready to deal with whatever is thrown at me. And some days there's a lot thrown at us, right? And you got to be ready for it. So that morning ritual is really really important. And number three, you want to need to look at what your core strengths are. And it's time to speak up if you can blog blog. If you can speak, speak. If you can do live streams, do live streams. If you can do nothing more than comment on other people's posts, do that. Support those people who are stepping up and leading. There was a hockey player, for instance, uh, this week that I found out was uh, fired from his position after 10 years because he refused the, you know, the, the serum, right? The magic serum that everyone's been forced to do. He refused and they fired him. And I thought, you know what? Now is the time for us to step up and support this guy. He's going to start a podcast. I'm going to promote his podcast. I'm going to stand behind him because he stood on principle. Whether or not you believe it's the right thing or the wrong thing, he stood on his principle. And, you know, I can really appreciate that because I'm one who will do the same thing. So we can support those people who have done that. And if you do that, you'll help them and they'll actually become stronger and they'll actually make a bigger difference. So every one of us has a role to play. It's not just, oh, wait for the two or three people that are going to step up and do it. We've got to support them, right? The MyPillow guy is an example, right? I, I bought so much stuff from him and I keep buying stuff. Why? Because he's doing something for our country. He's a patriot. He's doing what is needed for the country. So I just buy because I don't really care about the sales so much. I just want him to have some money and have those sales so that he has money to continue to do what he wants. However, you know whatever, whatever person you see as a hero uh, and doing something and trying to help us out there, go support them could be as easy as loving their comment. Don't just like a comment uh, on Facebook. Liking doesn't do anything. The algorithm goes, eh, whatever. And if you put anger or sadness, it actually pushes it down in the algorithm because Facebook says, we don't want to show posts to people that people are making people sad or angry. So you want the wow emoji? Right? You want the laughter emoji or you want the heart emoji, which gives it the most price. So use the heart. I use the heart all the time now because I've learned that that's really what helps the post go. So if you see a good post on Facebook, put hearts on it. Put hearts on this one if you like it. You want more people to see it, put the hearts on it. And that will help more people see those posts. I mean, little things like that. You might that's eh, not going to change anything. It's going to change a lot. Because the more people that see the right messages at the right time, uh, we can make an impact. We can change things. we got to do it all together. Right. We need more leaders. And right now, there's like I said, the playing field is flat. There are very few leaders in our society right now. All the so-called leaders of the past, you know, they've they've fallen by the wayside. They've fallen apart. They've shown us that truly they're not leaders. They were playing a role. They were acting. And, uh, you know, now there are new leaders stepping up and that could be you. And I'm hoping that it is, and I'm hoping that you will join me and so many others who are stepping up and speaking our our truth and are really unafraid and are staying strong and uh, really growing, actually, stronger uh, as the days get rougher and rougher. All right. If you do that, I think we're going to end up in a good place. So. If you found this you found this uh, to be valuable to you, please share it with your friends and followers, give it a heart, <laughs> give it a give it a like, subscribe to the podcast and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, I do appreciate it and uh, we'll have more fun next week. I have another great message for you.